the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for counterculture. Are you tired of how divided our world has become? We desperately need stories of peace and healing. We find the bridge builders across the globe who are stepping into the divides of culture and bringing understanding, compassion, and reconciliation. And now, here's your hosts, Jonathan Sanborn and Lisa Jernigan. Well, welcome to our conversation today. I am Lisa. I am Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan. I feel like we should have had like the Jingle Bell Rock or something right now because it I is know. kind of the season. Yeah, yeah you got to mix up the music. Right? Like, I need to get my top people on that. I, I, will you do that? Yeah. Can you make it happen? Okay. I mean, I don't have people, but yes, I will. That would be you. <laughs> and be I'll me. have my people, which would be me. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, at this le- level of our professional careers, right? we don't have people. Well, I think you've got like an entourage. You always have like people around you. Who we can have kinda, people, but yeah. you know what? Sometimes it's just you. You know, yeah, we just we just got to do it. Gotta do right, you thing. step into it. I know. Well, yeah. oh my gosh. Okay, Jingle Bell Rock. Not my favorite, but okay. Let's let's talk about. It. We're in. We are Thanks. in like less. It's coming. Countdown. It's it. Yep. Christmas. Christmas mm-hmm. season. It really is my favorite time of the year. Is it? I got to tell you. Okay. I don't know. When, when's your Why, favorite? Yeah. What's your what, favorite time of the year? Yeah, Christmas is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I do like summer, but maybe not Arizona summer. I know that's the thing. I like summer, but yeah. not the heat. Yeah. So I love, I love Christmas because it's just it's warm and cozy. Like mm-hmm. today, it's cloudy outside. We've had some rain this season a yeah. little bit. Mm-hmm. It's cozy. It's it's you know fireplace, football, family, friends, just right. you know festivities. All you know all those things just make Christmas what it is. Right. But then. You know, there's the meaning of Christmas. We're going to talk about it a little bit in a minute. But okay. let, let's talk about the fun of it at first, right? So what are some holiday traditions maybe you had growing up as a mm-hmm. child? Or mm-hmm. are there some family traditions you do today? Well, yeah, there's, they're different for sure. I mean, I'm the youngest of five kids. So Chris, it was a big – Christmas was a big deal. Yeah. We usually had a Christmas Eve fancy dinner. Mm. Like a like a nice, really right. traditional, and then we would go to maybe open one gift and then go to a late night Christmas service, Christmas Eve service, and then come back. And then Christmas morning was a bunch of awesome. You know, we oh, for sure we had stockings on the stairway, and you'd come down and and run down, and it was just exciting. And so I, you know, I, I it was incredible just always i just look at incredible memories of childhood but i also was on a neighborhood where all these other families were there so when like around 10 or 11 a.m after everything and kind of we would run outside with our new toys and show the neighbors yes so it's just and kids were around it just was a fun i look back at like childhood christmas as being a bunch of awesome right kind of a magical time yeah yeah just to be a kid yeah right same for you yeah, you know what? It, it was. It was all of that. We didn't. Um, we didn't have a lot growing up, but okay. it, but it would never felt like that. But mm-hmm. it was just. 
it, it was really meaningful. It was just really fun. It was special. You know, couldn't mm. wait. We, and it, our, actually, ours would start about three in the morning because nobody could sleep. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, and I remember we'd be all done, and I'd be looking out the window. And it was still dark outside, and my friends weren't up, and <laughs> kept the countdown, waiting yeah. to all the everybody yep. was. Up. Yes. Yeah. Yes, but it's just so fun. And um, one of the traditions that we started with our family, with our kids growing up, is uh, we like – have you ever seen the, the Muppet Christmas Carol? Yes. Okay. I don't know why that became a family that favorite. Was it. Okay. Back in the 90s when it first started yeah. our kids were little. And to this day, we have Muppet Christmas night. So we're going to have nice. it on the 20 – we used to do it on, on Christmas Eve. Then as our family you know, it grew up and our kids have their own family, but now we do it um, on the 23rd and we all get pajamas. So we all get like pajamas. Like themed pajama, pajamas? No, they're no, not just, all just matching. Get, okay. They're just, you know, everybody gets new pajamas, right? Okay. And so we put on our new pajamas and we watch A Muppet Christmas. Okay. And that's kind of been our tradition when we raise our kids and now they do it. And sometimes they come over depending where they are mm-hmm. um, or they do it with their families. And that's just really fun to see that they love to keep that tradition nice. going even as they have their own kids. So that's really special. That has to be cool. It's see. really cool. Like, it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then we just did something for the first time last week with um, our daughter's family. She and her husband, and they have three little boys, three, four, and six. So you can imagine, I mean, the eye, yeah, you it's know, ma- Christmas max- to the eyes of a child, yeah. right? Um, we went and did the Polar Express. Have you ever done that? I have not. Okay. And tell me. Did it go okay? You know what? We watched the movie for the first time. Okay. Ago. Had never seen it. Is it Good? Well, it wasn't what we thought. Yeah. It was a little different, you know, yeah. but I'm glad we saw it so we could understand the train, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it's good. It just wasn't what we thought. Right. But the experience of the Polar Express yeah. is amazing. Okay. It really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to do it with kids, obviously. Right. You don't, it's not for adults, really. But when you have kids around you and they're all excited and they're just, you know, it was magical. Yeah. And, you know, we had our three little grand sons and they their eyes are wide open you know yeah you get hot chocolate on the on the train you get all these things and okay there's dancing on the train and really all, okay oh, it's it's really pretty cool so uh-huh. that was a fun experience doing something new for yeah. the first time yeah well that's a that's an adventure for kids i bet sure. that was just like for sure yeah that just doesn't happen in normal life yeah. Are, yeah trains aren't exactly a normal phoenix thing no but it was, <laughs> and but it was polar. cool right yeah it was really really cool very cool yeah so okay, let's transition. Okay, fun at Christmas. Okay, well, let me ask you, what's your favorite Christmas Carol? Christmas Carol, wow! Christmas song. There's so many good ones. I know. Um, I just heard. Um, what is it? It's not "I Wonder as I Wonder." It's um, it's the it's like the oldest Christmas Carol, and it's oh, now I'm, I'm I lost it in my brain. Uh, you know, but you, you know what I'm talking about. It was it's like a mo- from the monasteries. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's right. Yes, I can hear it in my yes. in my head. Okay, okay. But, but I'm not going to try to I, I sing always, it. Or yeah, hum it. I know. But I just absolutely love mm, beautiful love that. Just it's it's haunting and like transcendent. I wonder as I wonder. It's, that's not it, but it isn't. But it's, but it's it, something yeah, like that. It yeah. is like that. No, I'm, I'm just. I feel like I've done. It'll come to you in about five or ten minutes. Yeah. We're in the middle of something, that's and right. you're going to go. I know it. I remember. Um, <laughs> mine is a holy night. That's a great one. And you know, there's just this line in there that I always think about. You know, a weary world rejoices. Um, and the soul felt its worth. Oh, gosh. And just about the soul feel, felt its worth is mm-hmm. just powerful. If you really listen to a lot of the lyrics on some of these traditional Christmas songs, right. they're powerful. Re- yeah, yeah. They're deep and powerful. Yeah. yeah. 
And so it kind of takes you there, which you kind of go into the Christmas story. And, I, you know, I was sharing with you before, one of the words I'm, I've been really thinking about and just in kind of the work I'm doing is the word reimagine. Reimagine. Okay. And, and what I love about that word is, you know, we do a lot of things. We've done a lot of things the same way, um, in the same manner, and we see it through the same lens. But then what if we could reimagine? Mm. Well, tell me, what does that mean for you? That means to see it with a new lens, to see yeah. it in a different way. What is? What if I could? We could get just you know tweak something a little get bit to get a different or a better outcome, right? Instead of doing it the same way. So it's not you don't have to create something new, but you're no, looking at something. No, because it's already there. But you so, but you just kind of you see, you so, do new, something new to it. And that that's a great question. Okay, that's a great issue because there's people who are traditionalists, right? And then there's people I'm I both appreciate I have a deep appreciation of traditional, but I'm a futurist okay. and I like things to be new. Right. I like there's so wh- how do you so you would like reimagine right? So how do you breathe life into something that seems to focus on something deep and traditional? That's I think you just you you go you start asking yourself questions. How could I see this differently? You, questions are powerful. They take you on that trip, right? And you just like what if. We did this. What if this could happen? What if that person, you know, and I think you just start asking those questions and keep like peeling back the onion. Yeah. And then you go, well, what if we ask this question yeah. instead? Where would that lead? Right. Right. And imagine it and getting, coming to a different outcome that yeah. you go, I had no idea that that could be done. And it's taking what was already existed, but just looking at it through a different lens, reimagining. And, mm. and again, using your imagination a little yeah. bit, which... Children are really great at that. And we see yes. that at Christmas time, the imagination of a child, right? And that's mm-hmm. why we always say it's so great to experience Christmas through the lens of a child because yes. their imagination and their eyes and their whole thing. Then we grow up and become adults <laughs> and not, we stop. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> right? We quit imagining. I know. Uh, so we've been thinking that through. Like like my uh, youngest, she's the last few years has just fallen in love with horses. Mm. And um, so she's now at the point like um, like she's saving up like we're we're not we're not a horse family I'm not wealthy I'm just it's just this it's so out of our league right. but the idea that she could get a saddle mm. and save up for a you know that's like been her driving for, and so so now she's starting to think about Christmas differently right. like maybe I don't need to get these things you know make an Amazon wish list and a checklist of things to get. And things that I want. Maybe that that one big goal is more valuable to me than all these other things. Mm-hmm. And so she's sort of re- – I'm seeing her reimagine right. like what Christmas could be to her. Sure. So – It's powerful. It is. Because and, you get new, different outcomes. Yeah. You get different outcomes. And partly it's gifting. But I mean that that often think of Christmas. But what, what are some ways to you that you've thought about reimagining – well, even the whole cake type thing with the gift thing, um, you know, we we give gifts to, every, you know, our family and friends, those we love, right? And that's what kind of we think of Christmas. Then you start thinking, and you hear this, but then what if you really thought about it? What is the gift I'm going to give to Jesus? Mm-hmm. It is his birthday, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we go, well, you know, you think that's nice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to donate money over here. I'm going to do this. And so it tends to be more transactional, yeah, right? And I, what we're going to give and do or whatever. Instead of going, are there maybe some behaviors or some things inside of me that Jesus has said, hey, let's work on that. That's a gift yeah. you could give, right? Mm. 
um, what, what like going inside of us personally? Like, yeah. what is something like? God, what do you want me to know? Like, what what is something this year that I can really that maybe I need to change inside of me an attitude, yeah, or a behavior to have a better outcome, yeah. right? In loving people and in loving the world, mm. and maybe that means I need to learn something. I mean, need to uh, revisit a stereotype I had. You know, we just recently did a show with talking about undocumented yes. people, right? And so, you know, like maybe I could look at that word differently. And see the human part to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's giving a gift to Jesus, right? Because yeah. it's loving the world mm. as he loved the world and he came, right? So it's things like that. Like, how do we make that personal? And to go, if I was to give Jesus truly my heart, yeah. which is what he you know, asked for, what does that mean? Am I willing to sacrifice? And you go back to, like, I go back to the story with Mary. If you think about it, Mary was the first person that said yes to Jesus. Mm. Right. The angel comes, God, you know, right. says this all thing. And she says, yes. Right. Let mm. it let it be done. Yeah. As you said. Right. And you go, she had no idea her saying yes to Jesus where that would lead. Mm. Right. I mean, just that journey then, you know, going through being shamed and all of that, what mm. it led to. Wow. And even having to witness your son at 33 being crucified. Mm. I mean, just the pain for her. Right. That a yes to say saying yes to Jesus, what, how it changed her life and her purpose, right? What is a yes for us to say yes to Jesus? What are we willing to pay that price? That's a big one. It's a big one, that right? But I think one. that's a thing yeah. to think about because it's like that's real, as we're you know we, Christmas. You tend to think you know it's the end of a year, but it's also you start thinking about New Year's resolutions, right? Yeah. Pretty soon, in a week or so, everybody's, you know, and already in the stores, you have exercise equipment out, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and exactly. so everybody's like, yes, I'm going to get. But what is it that you could start the new year differently, mm, like uh, mm-hmm. in, in tr- your heart, like yeah. transformation? Yeah. What, what is something of transformation inside of you that you want to be a different being going into next year? So I watched a movie. Uh, well, it was the, the the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. <laughs> Okay, I'm a big nerd. You know that. I'm a nerd. I've watched Gar- – okay. yeah, yes. I, I like good. Guardians of the Galaxy, right? and they tried to make it Christmassy. And, of course, what that means is – of course, it means nothing to do with Jesus, of course. It's, right. And it's this very sh- – it's fine. It's entertaining. It's right. cute. It's right. sentimental. Right. But let's not – let's not consider let, – let's talk about – So, but I was thinking about, like, how there was – I left with a deep – like, an empty – like, it meant me longing, like, how – what would I celebrate for Jesus? Christmas. Why? Why does that bother me? For something, you know. Yeah, I, I can put it in a box and say it, it belongs. That's okay. I'm not right. judging it, saying it needs to ban it or something like. I'm not at right. all. But I'm. I'm wondering, like, what will I do differently? Uh, think when I think about Christmas. When they, if someone were to look at my life this next couple of weeks, right? Would it be sentimental and decorations, and or was there be something like, wow, Jonathan is celebrating Jesus? Yes. What about what is he, he? Who is he about? And this whole this whole idea of two of, of even celebrating. I've been thinking through this ever since the JC twenty thirty three guy yeah. was on our show yeah. and with Olivier, and like the idea of bringing something to sell to a party. If you're going to celebrate a, a person, you probably you bring them a gift, right? And so, what is that going to look like? Then, I'm like, what am what kind of gift would I bring to Christmas? For Jesus, and I think that's what you're trying to say. Yeah, exactly. Like, and so, how could I 
do that. Thank you for like, saying it better. Yes. Thank you for clarifying it. <laughs> that's right. I that's, think we this need is what you're trying to I, say. Yeah. Yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and I just – and that's a great thought. Like, right. And I don't know – I don't know, have an answer off the top of my head and I want to think that through. But I do want – think that's something really important. Like I want the world to see yeah. a, a deeper level of, of celebrating Christ and I want to be giving a gift to – to Christ of myself or yes. of in from my heart to Christ as in honor of his birth. I love that. I love putting the yeah. word celebration in there. Yeah. Celebrating that because that's what it is about. Yeah. Right. And how do we celebrate? I go back to do I, I'm probably dating myself. But when I was growing up, there was this now that I look at it, it was bad animation. But the little drummer boy. OK. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Rankin. Ba- yeah. The Rankin. Yes. Ba- that. yes. I have no gift okay. to bring, you know, and then he plays right. the drum for him. Right. And I, I think that's what it is. What is your drum to play for yeah. him, right? What is, like, this is, I have nothing, you know, but I can play the drum. Can you beatbox? No. You can't beatbox? But okay. I, I'm very, I, I'm very envious of people that can because yes. I think it's really cool. It's, very it's cool. really cool. <laughs> but what is your beatbox, right? Yeah. What is your, what is, what that? is your drum? <laughs> right. What I'm is your drum to, yeah. that okay. you bring, right? What is it that, how God wired you that you go, I just need to give this back to him. Yeah. And if I gave it back and reimagined and celebrated it, yeah. what could it look like? And so let's talk about, okay, let's get the idea of a rethinking a gift okay. to Jesus. Right. Okay. So when you get a gift from someone, there's sometimes it's the value of the gift. Like it's, right. yeah, hey, that's an iPad. Right. That that has some value, right? right. And you enjoy it and, oh, I, I want an iPad. Boom. Right. Okay, that, that could be. But there's also a sense that that came from somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, And certain gifts, maybe it might not be a $300 iPad or $400 iPad, but it could be – but it came from somebody and it has equal or even more value knowing – the relationship it came out of. Does that make right. sense? Oh, for sure. Okay. For sure. Because it's t- attached to the relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, there's something when we – a unique thing about ourselves that are meant to be that might look different from someone else. Mm-hmm. In fact, it probably should. Right. Because we we are all unique and have something unique and beautiful to give. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so that might like look just really different what you would bring to Jesus. Right. Than what I would bring. Right. Even though we might be like-hearted, it's still – think we're still a unique – in our journey and so yeah, sure just. no exactly and i think that's a good thing how do we if, if we would just to ask ourselves that question what am i going to that's not transactional right i'm not expecting something in return i'm giving 50 I'm bucks not, to something exactly yeah, right. right but i'm really giving of myself uh-huh. and who i am and reimagining who i could become mm-hmm. right with jesus and the celebration and all yeah. that right and going into a new year going because as you have conversation with people, people are looking for purpose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, how do I live with purpose? Yeah. Right? What does that look like? I think that's part of it, right? Because if you give yourself back to God, right? You're giving – I mean, we already are his, but if you're giving yourself back to God mm. and he takes that, right? Can you just imagine yeah. what your life could look like, right? Mm. I mean, it's, it could be messy. Yeah. It could be beautiful. All those go together. Yeah. I mean, when we were talking, you know, a lot of our guests will share a very messy journey. Right. But it's also very beautiful because it's mm-hmm. it's transforming people mm-hmm. and communities. And that's the work of counterculture and Amplify Peace and all that we do, the work you do with Foster and all of this, right? It's like, yeah. how do we transform lives for the kingdom? Yes. Oh, I like that. And so what does that look like mm. with this? 
So it's starting to come to me. I'm getting some thoughts about like this, about remap. So, and <laughs> I need to work on my communication skills, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I, I, you're inspiring me, though. No, this is good. This okay. is really good. And so, and it actually goes to my, I mean, there's funnier movies. There's other kinds of movies that are, that are great for Christmas. But for well, me. Well, the Grinch is always the best. Yeah. So I'm just telling you. It's yeah. a Wonderful Life mm-hmm. for me was hit me at a lot of levels. I, I liked it growing up. But there was a time in my life. Where I've hit rock bottom, and right. I've been proverbially on that bridge, right? And I feel like um, those for me, I would like to sh- be available to those around me who are at rock bottom. Mm, that's so good. That who who is God? Like from my friends, maybe they're going through a divorce or bankruptcy or purposelessness or mm-hmm. conflict or something, or I don't know, but. Because I'm, I am so aware of the connection that we can have when when we know so we're not alone at that mm-hmm. place. Right. When we're pleading for God and it seems He's silent, you know that there maybe, you know, that we could be available. We're not really present with and someone. That's a key word. Yeah, be present as not the gift of a, a presence, right. but an actual be my presence. Right. With that yeah. person uh, as someone who's of their loving, listening, not judging. Yeah, you're, you're upset. That's you're, huge. Yeah. That's a huge gift to give somebody. I, I think that's what I need to do. You're, you're inspiring me to think. Well, you this. know, this this season of Christmas, is, yeah. we, we talked about all the fun and festivities yeah. and all that stuff. But it's also a really hard time for a lot of people, too. Yeah. Because it evokes loss. Right. Pain. Um you know, all those things. And so yeah. at the same time that it's all beautiful and amazing, it right. also can be very painful. Yes. And so, like, to your point, there are those that are standing on that proverbial bridge right now. Yeah. How do we How do we have new eyes during mm. the season to, like, God, show me who right. needs your touch of your love. Yeah. Right? Who can I love for you? Right. Right? That, like you said, show up with, with my presence just to say, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. Yes. I'm Yes. Absolutely. And I, I think – and it might – and too, financially, let's just say it. I mean a lot of people are hurting financially. I mean right. inflation has been brutal mm-hmm. and things are – you know, it's just across the board. It's hard, it's hard to get by. Right. And I think that, that pressure can be pervasive because it affects when you, you – you can't reach the ideals of a nice big dinner. You can't get the gifts maybe you think other your, – your fit friends, family and others around mm-hmm. you think that you should, they should get them. And that's a, that can be both painful and shameful. We might right. feel like, but it shouldn't be. Right. But it, but we, it, it can be feel very real. Yeah. When we aren't able to really bring the kind of the gift we think we want to be. I, oh, I wish I could do that. Right. Like, you know. And that's always the challenge. Is yeah. like, what can I give somebody? What can I do? And like to your point, a lot of times it's just showing up and saying, "Hey, I'm just thinking about you. Yeah. I want to know how you're doing. Yeah. And then taking the time to listen. Yeah. Right, not just asking a question because it's the thing we do. Hi, how are you? And right. we go on our way. But no, how are you really doing? Yeah. Right. And listen, because I was thinking about this. There's there's a few people in my life that have lost a loved one mm-hmm. this past year. So wow. this will be a first Christmas without that loved one. And you know, the firsts are always really yeah. hard. Yeah. And so, how do we see those people and go? You know what? It's still going to be a celebration for them, but it's going to be informed right. with some pain in there. Right. right. And. And the recognition that somebody's not here, right, right, of loss. How do we 
how do we love them and recognize right. them and recognize their pain mm-hmm. and go, I know this has got to be hard for you. It's the first, right? Yeah. And so how do we start seeing people around us that Jesus would say, I just want you to love these yeah. people around right now, right? And and that's that's actually all, in a sense, doable. That's, sure. that's within our capacity. We can't all have the energy of elf right. and just try to bring everyone up to a certain level through positivity. I mean, there's a place for that. I mean, right. I love being, I love positive people, but we can be present yes. and we can just be uh, and not judge and just listen. I think we can do that. That's something we can all I think be available. It's huge if we yeah. would do that. If yeah. we would just tell ourselves, I'm going to think beyond a label. I'm going to think beyond a situation that I see and go, there's got to be more to a story, even yeah. that, right? And just, you know, and just going, where, where's this coming from? Mm-hmm. Like with somebody, right? And just take time to be with somebody and listen. Yeah. I yeah. think it's huge. And even as we, you know, in the next, you know, a couple of weeks, you're going to be going through listening or next week or so, you're, you're going to be singing the Christmas, you're going to go yeah. to probably a church service, you're going to sit around a table sure. with your family. So what are some practical things? How do we show up with our presence in those situations? Well, I, I have to shut down my TikTok. No, just kidding. <laughs> That, that's I, I, probably yeah, true. I'm just not going to have to live stream my And that's my really Christmas. good to be aware, right? <laughs> Self-awareness. That, that's right. Yes. Well, w- this has been an inspiring conversation. You, I always enjoy just talking with you. We t- Yes, we focus on our guests most of the time, but this has been really cool that we could just dive into. I know. So good. So, hey, I just appreciated you. You're a gift. You're a gift to me, too. And Thank so, you. And so, Merry Thank Christmas you. to Merry you. Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening today. Counterculture is made possible by Amplify Peace. Educating, immersing, training, and launching peacemakers to build united communities. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.